Welcome back to the White Grey Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White Grey Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. What's up, people? This week, we are hopping on the popularity train and showing off our very own 3x3 manga choices. There's going to be some surprises in there, I think, and there's only one overlap between the two of us. So stick around for that discussion, manga news, and more. You want to flip a coin to see who gets to go first here, since there's only two of us? Yeah, let's do the coin flip. All right, I'll do uh, the coin flip. Give me tails. Got tails. It's flipping. It's heads. All right, so start her up, buddy. I will go first. Um, here we go. On screen. This is my three by three. I will read them out for, uh, for listeners. We have Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, Pokemon Adventure, Look Back, Monster, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind, Ranger Reject, Dan to Dan, and One Piece. Uh, and my three sort of groupings I had here were rows going across. Um, in the top row would be three manga that got me into reading manga originally. Uh, that, would, that is Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, and Pokemon Adventure. The middle row is just what I think are the best things I've ever read. Uh, Look Back, Monster, and Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind. And the bottom are my sort of favorite ongoings right now. Um, top three there, Ranger Reject, Dan to Dan, and One Piece. So uh, anything stand out to you? Anything you want to call out and start talking about here? I know the top row is a little... Remind me what the middle row was again. The theme. Just, just the best stuff. It's just the best. It oh, had to go in there because yeah. it's the best for me. So... I. I uh I think one that instantly stood out is the Pokemon manga. Yes, uh, that I, is I feel actually like people, I think the first yeah. manga I've ever read, which is why I feel I felt like I had to put it in there. Um, I originally had some one. other stuff. It it is actually really legitimately good. Um, at least I mean I read it. Oh, geez, at the point at this point, like fifteen years ago, maybe even sixteen years ago. Uh, this was one of those things I think that I saw when the internet was still evolving. I probably read this in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. And someone just said like, oh yeah, there's a Pokemon manga and it's like way more adult and way cooler. And I was like, oh, I want to go read that. And I think I remember, I remember reading this on a site called Manga Fox. I don't know if you remember that yeah, site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, an old I one. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's around anymore. I don't know if it's, how long it, it has been gone. But yeah, in college, I read like all of Red, Blue. I, I think they just called it Red, right? I think the original series was like yeah. Pokemon Adventure. I read all of the like Silver, Gold. I read all the way up, I think, to like, well, there was also like a green, there's part of it was green and then there was a, the girl, which was the girl or the green, yellow was the Green girl? was, yeah, green, green was, was the girl, girl and she was the Nami of the, of the team where she yeah. stole uh, Red's badges at one point. Yes, I remember that. Um, and I think I read all the way up to like the Gen 3 stuff, which the games of Gen 3 would have come out in like 2004. And I was reading this, you know, like I said, 2008, 2009. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, I... I remember just tearing through it, right? Just like, you know, you're in college, you have all the time in the world and, and tons of mental energy to focus on stuff. And so it yeah. was just like, yeah, I would just like get off class, go back, sit on my laptop, like click through Manga Fox, through like all of this. I probably read it in like a week or week and a half or two. Um, yeah, hundreds and hundreds of chapters. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is I think, the first manga I ever read. Um, so I definitely thought that it it deserved to to go up there. I think Pokemon fans should actually give this one a read because uh, it's pretty fucked up. Like, uh, it's pretty intense at times. Yeah, it, it was like for for a child, like watching the Pokemon show. Um, they had Koga, right? Koga was uh, yeah. the bad guy for one of the arcs, and he summoned his Arbok. And Red's Charmeleon cut the Arbok in half, and it's like guts went everywhere, and it's like blood was like alien blood, and like. Yeah. cut an acid hole through the it was like gruesome uh well, it's really, so yeah it's, yeah it's it's really cool. it's it's very cool it's very good and it's it's interesting that it um it is more i'm trying to think of how to describe this it shares more sentiments with others shown in adventure action manga than it does with the pokemon sort of like anime the pokemon anime is for like eight-year-olds right and shonen manga is for like 12-year-olds um, and the Pokemon Adventure manga is 
more for that sort of 12 to 14 shonen manga adventure age group than it is for the younger age group, which Pokemon historically, at least through the, especially the mainline games, but also the TV show has been very much younger skewed, right? They want to get you into Pokemon when mm-hmm. you're four, five, six, seven. I mean, Pokemon came out when I was, I think it hit in the States when I was six or seven. Um, and it, so, yeah, it was like it, perfect. It, it also, it also felt like the one Pokemon property that wasn't existing for merch. It felt like an actual yeah. story with characters that are unlikable for a reason. And I don't know, just a more mature well, yeah, version and, of Pokemon. And it's, I, I'm super curious now, just like having this conversation, I know that there is a really well-regarded um, uh, Metroid manga. I know that there's a really well-regarded Zelda. I believe it's the Twilight, I think it's the Twilight Princess manga is like, people are like, oh, oh yeah, it's like fantastic. Huh. Um, so Nintendo has actually all of these sort of like manga things, which I would kind of consider just a kind of a crossover sales product, right? Like, oh, you're a fan of Pokemon in Japan read the Pokemon manga and get the Pokemon art books. And, you know, it's, it's another thing on top of it. But I do think that um, from what I've heard, most of those Nintendo manga crossovers are all pretty, um, pretty good. So curious to read those others. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, I'm curious if they're still making those. But anyway, let's let's move on to a different uh, different segment of your, your chart here. I don't, I don't know what you said that uh this is kind of the meta but i i don't really i haven't seen it before so i don't really know how to progress through these charts i just i'm just, just kind of you pick something out i mean I, I was gonna say let me finish up the top row and talk about how these top three things got me into reading manga um okay yeah let's do that because yeah because pokemon adventure was definitely the first thing i ever read um years and years and years later i read and caught up to berserk but that that didn't really get me into reading other manga very much i would say it was still good but it felt kind of like its own one-off thing which i think it still kind of does it's just so different but um in probably 20 i think it was 2016 or maybe 2017 whenever the first i think it's just the first season of my hero academia had aired um and i was curious i liked the first i think the first you know two seasons first couple of arcs of my hero are really good really great um i was just more i was an anime only back then as almost i would say everybody who progresses into manga is um and i had watched like i think i i don't remember if it was one season of my hero or like one season and a couple of episodes i might have watched through the like forest training arc or whatever and then been like well i just want more i just want to consume the rest of it um and and so I was just like, okay, like if it's a manga, I just go read the manga. And I I caught up to the manga then in maybe like twenty, like I said, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, um, and have been basically reading it week to week ever since. Now it's dog shit now, and it's bad, but it does deserve to be on here because it is definitely um, my hero. And it's it's a very similar story for Attack on Titan, right? I watched I think all of the first two seasons. So this is probably twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen again. Um, maybe even twenty eighteen. But anyways, I I watched all the first two seasons and was like, well, this is. Like it went from, you know, like the first couple of episodes are just okay to like amazing mystery, awesome foreshadowing. And so I was like, I have to catch up, caught up to that, read that week to week until it ended. Um, very similar story there. It's, it's funny. I'm noticing as I'm talking about this, it's a very similar story for me of also how I ended up getting into, um, subbed anime over dubbed anime is you just watch dubbed anime. And then what if you watch something that's currently airing and you go, oh shit, they're like, you know, weeks behind. If I want to watch current, yeah. I have to... And that's exactly what happened to me with K-On! Season 2. Uh, I watched that in college in 2008 or nine when that was airing. Um, I, like, watched all of K-On! And they only had, like, three or four episodes in English of Season 2. And I was like, well, I have to go watch the Japanese version to go watch this. That was so. Naruto for me. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I assume that's the case for, like, most people getting I mean, a lot into, of people like, sub-anime. Especially, yeah. especially our age, yeah. Like when you get hooked on a show and you're like, oh, well, I'm out of episodes unless I watch in this different language. And like, is it worth the trade off? And it's you watch like one episode and you're like, this is hard. And you and you're like two and you're like, OK, I'm in. Like, it's good. I've yeah, it. yeah, exactly. You adjust pretty fast. But yeah, so that's sort of like how I got into manga reading. I, I've mentioned a couple times on the podcast. I'm I'm not a I'm not sort of a lifelong. I've been into manga forever. I'm very much a recent kind of uh recent involvement into manga, especially the last, you know, four or so years, four or five years. So. Yeah, this, that, those, those three were definitely the ones where it was like, I watched the anime, um, or I was interested in the story in the case of like Pokemon and stuff, and I, I read them and they were awesome, and it was how, and I've read them, you know, week to week for a long time. So. Uh, let's talk about your middle row. I yes. think, um... Solid I think quality. Mon- Monster and Nausicaa 
kind of speak for themselves, right? Yeah, and I put in Monster right of- in the middle because IA Monster is one of the greatest pieces of art I've ever consumed. Um, I mentioned that, you know, uh, middle of last year when I finished reading it. Uh, I think it's the best thing now Kurosawa has written. It's, it's the greatest ending, the greatest characters. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's everything. Um, I love Monster. I love everything now Kurosawa has done. I thought about putting Pluto on here too because Pluto got me into Urusawa, but I thought, nah, you gotta... It's it's an obvious choice, but it's obvious for a reason because it's that good. So yeah, Monster deserves to be that 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 center one for me. I, I'd also agree with Nausicaa. Uh, we we both read Nausicaa together, and mm. um, it's kind of like a book club thing, uh, and a truly phenomenal series. Glad yeah, to see that way, on there. If if yeah, you can go and check out those videos are on uh, WGB Manga Podcast channel. If you want to go check that out on YouTube. Um, yeah, really blown away. I, I thought that I knew what this was going to be going into it. I thought, okay, it's going to be, you know, it's anime for Ngully. I get it. Uh, and it is not that. Um, it starts out like that, and it is not that. Um, those, yeah, really deep diving into those. And the fact that there's so much in them, they're so dense and long, was amazing, fantastic. I, and I can, I for me, I can confidently say, although I haven't seen... Um, everything what's his name has done who wrote this uh what's his name uh miyazaki miyazaki yeah uh i have not seen every movie miyazaki has made but to me the this manga is better than any of the movies i've seen of his which and i really do like um princess mononoke and spirited away i think those are um, fantastic movies this is miles and ahead better than those so i and i will i will fight with my bare hands anyone who calls nausicaa mary sue because she's no. She she yeah. fits the archetype in in terms of competence and how she handles things, but like I've never seen a char- like a story told like told about war uh, as the running theme and how you have to get your hands dirty sometimes and you yeah. know all that stuff just kind of I don't know uh, delivered so well on the page. She she's such an interesting character. I mean, and, and we talked about this. I think um, you should really go check out those those uh those videos if if you're curious or if you've read nausicaa and you wanted someone to sort of talk about it with and we go into really real really deep dives those are really long videos for each of the seven segments um she kind of starts as a mary sue and then is slowly kind of peeled back layers to show like she had trouble and yeah i mean you know very minor spoilers but that that middle section where she has to legitimately go to war and usually you would think like oh they're gonna make the main character you know mary sue girl nature loving go to war she'll she'll say no and she'll fight her way around it instead she's just like okay and like gets on her warbird and like goes to fucking war and she's like he's like okay and she, ha- she like, hates every moment of it but she, yeah, does she doesn't it, like it you know she hates it and like by the end of it she has like an entire you know group of people on her side because she just like straddled in her a horse a horse bird and went to war um it's also just like i had no idea the influence i mean i i had heard you know like oh yes it's very influential but like this is where chocobos come from. This is where Evangelion yeah. comes from. Um, there's like, and and those are both like chocobos in Final Fantasy. Like that's something it's been all my life. Evangelion, if we make one of these for anime, which I think we might do soon, um, Evangelion might be my like centerpiece. It's probably, it's probably not center, but uh, Evangelion's hyper important to me. And it's very cool to see, you know, um, Anno coming from working on the Nausicaa movie. But yeah, the manga is just, I mean, again, it's just one of those like incredibly dense, different. Um, I've never seen a sort of man versus nature story with the same message as this. Um, it is not a sort of it is not the standard. Be good to nature. Nature will help you. It's it's so much more nuanced. It's yeah, you can't even pack you can't pack it into this episode because we made, you know, 10 hours of episodes over seven volumes uh, on the channel, but definitely go check those out. Yeah. Nasca is, is awesome. So yeah, it, it is a dense series though. So know what you're getting into before you read it. Yeah. Um, I saw someone, uh, Oh, who is it? There's a, no, there's a booktuber. I can't remember her name now. She's really big. Um, she did fantasy book stuff and she got into one piece and her one piece videos are doing better. So she kind of split into two. Uh, but she was going over like, Oh, here are the things I'm planning on doing in quarter one. And she like listed off all this stuff. And one of them was just like, read Nausicaa and go over it. And I was like, you think you're going to read Nausicaa in like a day or two. And you're not like, it's, it's, I mean, you could read it in a day or two, but it's fucking dense and you are not going to get it all if you don't take your time with it. So I I agree. I I had a much better time doing it the way we did, which is like splitting it off into the chapters Mm -hmm. and doing one a week because it really helps you digest and understand the, the themes, the motivations and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. 
And then last um, one over here, I guess I'll talk about Tatsuki look Fujimoto's back, Look Back. Um, I think most people prefer... What's the other one shot he did? Um, it's a good one, too. Uh, Goodbye, Airy, right? Most people like that one because it has a sort of more explosive wink-wink ending. Um, and it's a little bit... Uh, it's a little bit... Has a little bit more broad appeal of sort of like, I get it, you know, loss of people, learning about art, expanding your art... Um, and it has that kind of fun, explosive ending, like I mentioned. Uh, I think Look Back is much more personal and much more high quality 100%. and speaks more to, it speaks more to a creative-minded person of why do they do this? How is it self-fulfilling? Um, the, the rivalry, the expectations of others' art against your art. There's all this nuance of like, you know, how do you create art? And that's, that's in this. Um, uh, this is the this is the superior one shot in my opinion. I think they're both really good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, yeah, look back is just both. like yeah. I interesting. Yeah, it's very good. And I with Naoki Urasawa's monster over there, the other sort of companion piece I would say to look back and a and a a piece of media, a piece of manga media that's kind of about art um, or about art creation and artists and what you do is Billy Bat. Um, and Billy Bat is. I don't think it's the best of Urasawa, but I think it's my favorite for much the same reason that Look Back is, which is the sort of like, it speaks to an artist's mindset, it speaks to a creator's mindset of, of all these sort of like, uh, like underlying anxieties about comparison. Am, am I good enough? Or I've done it. Do other people like it? Other people like it. What if I change it? Are the Is the person more important than the art? Is the art more important? There's all these cool, interesting questions about art that are, that really only an artist can ask themselves and kind of show us through their art. So, um, yeah, look, look Back is just, it's fantastic. It's phenomenal. It, um, it's very good. Um, and for Goodbye, Ari, I think, uh, I think there is also that uh, audience expectation versus your own very personal message and how mm -hmm. to make it digestible and relatable and the fact is in goodbye airy it is about giving them context and then delivering your your piece of work yeah uh, it's also a little bit more like it's more guided towards like it's about movies and there's more movie viewers than there are manga readers especially in the west right whereas look back is like it's just about making manga like it's not really yeah. about anything else um so agreed Cool. All right, let's hit the bottom row. Yeah, uh, so the bottom row is just, I mean, and I, I feel like I've said probably these three like over and over in the past couple of weeks, but these are my favorite. Yeah, for sure. I mean, these are my favorite three ongoing things. Like these show up and I see a new chapter and I'm hyped. Uh, Ranger Rejects, Dan to Dan, One Piece. Um, I'll start with Ranger Reject, I guess. Although I think we, did we do that last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. It's been recent. I, I mean... We did it last week, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't heard us gush about Ranger Reject, go check out. I think we've talked about it three or four times in the last couple of years. Um, it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, at one point when I was making my 3x3, I actually had uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, Negi Haruba's other series, on here. Because I was like, that. I that's, I think, one of the best romances I've ever read. Probably second only to maybe like Kaguya or something. Um, with not a great ending. But, but the series in general is just written really well. But... Yeah, no, I mean, Ranger is just, I, it's, it's cool. It's, it's different than anything else that's being put out. Uh, it's a, this undercover spy story about a, you know, foot soldier trying to get in with the Rangers and take him apart from the inside. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's so well written. It has great momentum. Uh, the, the, this arc that they've been going this past, you know, nine months or whatever we talked about, I guess last week, um, has just been unreal. So cool. It's an awesome series. Great art. It's it's kind of interesting, Bruce, because like, let's put aside One Piece because I'm such a fanboy. But like, Ranger Reject, um, it's not the art is not as good as Dan to Dan. The no. plot is not as tight as Dan to Dan. But I am somehow more interested in the next chapter of Ranger Reject, and that's not a slight to Dan to Dan. Every yeah. chapter is great and interesting and fucking phenomenal. But like, Ranger Reject, aside from One Piece, is the thing I'm like most interested in reading week to week. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's just very unique and compelling. The. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to sort of compare it to Dan to Dan, um, Dan to Dan has these is very sort of ebb and flow uh, where it, it does a lot of, I don't want to say smaller arcs because they're, they're normal sized arcs, I guess, in, in sort of shown in battle uh, action manga. But 
um, when it's setting stuff up, Dan to Dan is still good. But when Dan to Dan like really gets going, when it kind of those waves crest, um, it, it sort of peaks higher, I think, than Ranger Reject for my like, I'm fucking excited to read this. Uh, but Ranger Reject is so consistent. And especially this last year has been so just like it's going, it's driving, it's building, it's building, it's building, it's building. Whereas Dan to Dan is very much like it builds really fast. It explodes. It comes back down, uh, builds up, explodes, comes down. Um, so it's kind of a make a graph, but you know, like here, my arm across that is Ranger reject and Dan to Dan is, you know, peaking up and down with kind of shorter arcs and stuff. But yeah, I mean, they're both excellent. Dan to Dan, I think easily has the, the best art. Is it just the, like the best art, the second best art, maybe after Murata of one punch man. But like, yeah, let's, sometimes let's it's just aside. better. Like yeah. sometimes it's just better. Like there's a couple of weeks where I'm like, Murata kit doesn't do this. Murata will leave out backgrounds or, you know, make stuff easy. And yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking phenomenal, especially it's since so it's, week, it's week to week. It's like, yeah. holy shit, how do you do this? Yeah, it's like Murata takes three weeks to make his chapter. And yes, it is probably the best looking thing out. But then uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, I forgot his name, but. Uh, uh, Yukinobu. Yukinobu, yeah, I was going to say it's on there. I can look at it. Yeah, Tatsuyuki Nobu. Just every week. He, just, he doesn't miss a week. He doesn't burn out. There's no like, oh, whoops, we're going to skip a week. Something messed up. Um, it's Every week. And it's so good. Uh, I think he's one of the smartest um, digital artists in the modern manga industry. I think a lot of, um, uh, and we've talked about this before on previous chap on previous episodes. Um, a lot of these sort of like tricks that he uses of like copying assets and using real life backgrounds and just, you know, focusing on characters really speeds up his process. Um, you look at some of these chapters and, you'll be like, wow, this art is insane. And you'll be like, okay, well that like, that's a converted background, but it still looks really good. Those are copied assets. You know, this is a copy paste. He's using maybe uh, some other stuff, but he's just like, and, and people flip out because it's so good because it's like, it's composited. Well, it's composed. Well, um, easily. I think if not the best artist, I think maybe the smartest, most sort of uses all of the tools at his disposal artist in manga right now. Like really. And, and, and I, I think you could like, construe that as best if it, like, mean, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. all, all of these people are, are working under different conditions and different situations and uh yukinobi is like doing it week to week right and mm -hmm. murata like you said it sets it takes two or three weeks so yeah. which yeah i, he, he I could see i could definitely see a perspective where dana dana has the best art uh if you if you take into account like all the external factors yeah it's and just best phenomenal is, best is such a loaded word but i just, I mean, the art in Dan to Dan is amazing. And that's, that's not it. The storytelling is. It does is, everything well. It's yeah, insane. And, and as much <laughs> as I, as much as I love Ranger Reject, and I think that it's amazing. I, Dan to Dan like leaves me with a smile on my face, like almost every chapter in like Ranger Reject is a bit more maybe compelling and dramatic. Uh, but Dan to Dan is just like, you read it and you're like, I'm smiling by the end of it. Cause it's like something yeah. cool or something exciting or something good or something funny happened. Uh, it's got, it's got a great romance. It's got really funny. It's really funny characters. Uh, you know, the old lady cat, what's her name? Turbo granny is like, She's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. One of most turbo granny is probably the best. What do you even call that? Like mascot character, I guess. Like, since I, Pikachu, I guess like, <laughs> like mascot character antagonist becomes, uh, good guy yeah. kind of trope all mixed in one, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. simply like the mad, like, like the, the sort of sidekick mascot who's really just there to like, they can sell a plushie of it. Um, but like, are there any other like side mascot characters as good as turbo granny, like all time, like Pikachu is the only one I can think of. And that's kind of doesn't like a little bit different thing, but it's like Pikachu is, is it funnier and sassier early on in the, I, I, I got one. I got one. Yeah. I, it, it took some racking. Um, uh, Daxter from Jack and Daxter. Okay, yeah, different, different medium, but I mean, yeah, like, like Clank <laughs> yeah. from Ratchet and Clank is a great, yeah. I guess that's a mascot character. Clank, Clank is fine. Clank is fine. Sorry, Clank. More I, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Jack Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, those are like main characters. And the mascot character is like a side or lesser, like minor, like Turbo Granny is not a main character or even. I, I would like, say Tony, Tony Chopper if I was a liar. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, definitely. I think Chopper is probably the, maybe the second, uh in that he, list he, high up also. not so much nowadays but like back then probably yeah definitely sort of just a mascot character um and then the other thing of course that i'm always hyped to read is one piece um this is another one of those things i could have put in the top or the middle this really could be in any in any of these lines um but yeah i mean 
I, One Piece is just, I don't know. You just, you got to read it every week. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, and, what do you say about a manga that does it all right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so I caught up to this. Did I catch up to this like right? I'm trying to remember. I think I caught up to this in 2020. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Or 2019. It might've been 2019. Um, no, I think it was 2020. I think it was at home. I'm trying to remember. I think it was at home for most of it. Uh, cause I remember I started reading it and we made a bet. I think 2019. Yeah. Well, 2019, we made a promise to each other. I said, I'll read the first hundred chapters of one piece. <laughs> you said you would read attack on Titan. I wa- or no, catch I, up on I, attack I, on Titan. No, I said I'd, I'd watch boys in the, on the slow. Oh yeah. Boys. Yeah. I, fucking I, Sakamichi I still, no Apollyon, which is, I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. I, that's such a good show though. I mean, it's very, it's very chill, but uh, I, I should watch that. Yeah, it, it is like a really solid show. I want to map as early, uh, early endeavors too. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I like read 100 chapters. And I remember because I texted you even like the first chapter is like Luffy stabbed himself on the face of page one. I was like, okay, I like, like I like this guy. This is actually yeah, good. yeah, um, yeah. And it's uh, I, I don't think it took me a hundred full chapters to really be like I'm just gonna keep reading this. But definitely by the time you get to 100 chapters, you're in like the middle of uh, Arlong Park. And I was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to finish Arlong Park and then I'm going to keep going and it's going to be great. So it, it, it was it was a fucked up bet because I, I knew this would happen. Anyone who, who reads that much. It's a great piece, like, it's already, exactly it's already bet I'm going to make with other people to be like, look, yeah. I know it seems like a lot like they're short chapters. Read 100 chapters in one piece and then you can drop it. But yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a recommending heroin to your friend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, dude, just do a little key bump and you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> for sure. But I mean, um, it's, it's weird and interesting. Cause I, I remember I caught up right basically towards the beginning of Wano. Uh, I caught up during the, uh, Odin flashback, I guess maybe like right at the end of the Odin flashback was where I caught up. Um, and that was a good time to do it because I got to experience Wano and all the battles week to week. You know, I got the everyone everyone knows about Gear Five. I, like the Gear Five reveal and manga was awesome. That was uh, and it's such a good. It is one of the best things for me since probably like Game of Thrones and maybe the season first season one of Westworld of like, uh, like community. Uh, mm-hmm. like water. It's like a water cooler manga, right? Like a it chapter is, comes yeah. out. Everybody's on Twitter talking about it. Everybody's on Reddit talking about it. Well, how does this change the theories we had last week? What is this? What do we think is going to happen next? Oh, I think this is, is this person going to join the crew? What's going to happen? And it's like every week. Oda is another one of those authors, um, kind of like Miyazaki, even in Nausicaa, where it's like, yeah, we only get, you know, 17 to 20 pages. And it didn't used to be this way, by the way, Bruce. It, it, like when I was reading One Piece, it had to be something I had to sell to people because uh, of how bad the four kids dub was. No one liked One yeah. Piece. <laughs> We've talked about how bad the four kids dub is in the past. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, it definitely One Piece has surged in popularity. Um, even just the past, like two or three years. I mean, like putting it on putting it on Netflix, a bunch of people checked it out. The live action, um, the movie Red that we saw two years ago, I guess now, a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, about a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, right, that came yeah. Out. Uh, that was like one of our, that's like our second episode of the podcast, I think we talked about uh Movie was that read. the Uta movie? Yeah, the Uta movie with the music. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, again, I think like this is, if you are someone who reads manga and you're like, I'm not gonna touch One Piece, 1100 chapters, no, fuck that. Um, if you like, if you were into like Game of Thrones, water cooler talk, you know, The Office, Friends, whatever, you know, the like, oh, what happened this week on this thing? Um, One Piece is like the perfect series for that. It's world building is like so deep and so excellent. Uh, the story is great. I... Yeah, it's great. Everybody has their favorite characters. I don't know. And like, I speak <coughs> for our, for our awards, which you can go check out our 2023 awards. Um, we do an award that's called like best arc. And I think two, I think our two main competitors for 2024's best arc are going to be Ranger reject and one piece that like the current arcs that are kind of just now, uh, tying up or are about to be resolved. So, um, it, it just goes to show like, 1200 plus chapters and you're still pushing out such quality work that we're, we're, we're debating whether like a newer series like Ranger Reject or One Piece who's been around for like 20 plus years is the winner, right? It's like, yeah, that Oda hasn't lost a step. If anything, he's just, he's just gotten well, it's better. easily better, right? Like 
like I, I think Oda has pretty consistently gotten better writing, even if, you know, lots of people's favorite arcs are the, uh, some of the earlier ones. Um, a lot of that is just more about like, oh, well, I got, you know, sort of a bigger hire. I was invested next to my thing. I mean, I think easily if you just look at like, like the, the whole egghead arc is like, I think the, I, for me right now, when egghead finishes, that's probably my favorite post time skip arc. Like it's yeah. so good. Like, which is I, insane. I think I, I think Whole Cake uh, stands up with all of the pre-time skip arcs as well. Yeah, like, I it, love it Whole, so Whole Cake stuff is so good and so different. And yeah, it's right. Anyways, we could talk about what we, we yeah, have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have We're to consciously limit ourselves not to turn this into a One Piece podcast because we could do that. Other There's like 17 other One Piece podcasts you can absolutely go check out. Uh, that's not us. We're all manga here. So yeah, that's my manga three by three again. Uh, I'll, I'll go through it real quick. Uh, top row stuff that really got me into reading manga. That's Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, Pokemon Adventure. Uh, middle row is my just solid quality. These are the best things I've ever read. Uh, Look Back, Monster, and Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind. And the bottom three are my currently being published ongoing favorite things to read week to week. Uh, Ranger Reject, Dan to Dan, and One Piece. Hell yeah. All right, Good list. Are you ready? Yep, let's do it. All right. All right. Walk me so, through. Do you have a double organization where rows and columns mean something? Right? Yeah. I so can I've guess, never. Okay, I can guess I've never seen. Column, yeah, <laughs> I've never seen or done one of these before. So I kind of did this assignment a little wrong. So my rows. Uh, these are all manga I like uh, very much, like or love. So at least I have that going for me. But the rows all have a theme, and the columns all have a theme. And I'll state them out starting at row one. Uh, Silver Spoon, Freyrin at the Funeral, Yotsuba. Row 2, Shokugeki no Soma, Haikyuu, Hajime no Ippo. Row 3, Dungeon Meshi, or Delicious in Dungeon, uh, Hunter x Hunter, and One Piece. It's Hunter, yeah, no X. Hunter, Hunter. I, I, I didn't hear you, what? It's Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> There's no X, don't say the X in Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> Uh, for someone who so, worships Togashi so much, Togashi has outright said that. Okay, anyways. Um, okay, wait, I, I'm going to see if I can guess your organizations, because I think I know Yeah, some yeah, let's play them. this game. Guess what the themes are, because the okay. rows and columns both have a theme. Okay, so so row one across, so Silver Spoon, Fryrin, and Yotsubato, that's like your comfy row. That's like yeah, Slice yeah, of Life. Uh, exactly, yeah. Comfy. Column one, which is Silver Spoon, Shokugeki no Soma, and Delicious in Dungeon, is like food slash cooking organized yep, right yep. You um got it. i don't i mean the middle row is uh is like sp is basically sports shonen like shokugeki no yeah. soma haiku <laughs> yeah. and um hajime no ippo shokugeki is essentially uh, organized like a sports competition manga um even though it's yeah, not it's it's sports manga i mean it's like very much row. like i challenge you to a duel it's like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh with food <laughs> it's oh, i should put Yu-Gi-Oh in there Yu -Oh uh, yeah, is also good yeah I, i've never read the manga but i've heard it's good um the bottom one are just your favorites. It would be my guess. Like bottom uh, row. It, so yeah, very bottom row. Hunter, Hunter, it, One it, Piece, and Delicious in Dungeon. It's true that they are my favorites, but um, it's uh, adventure. Like world building? Oh yeah, okay, okay. Adventure. Um, okay, the second column, which is Fryerin, Hayaku, Hunter, Hunter. I don't know how those go together. Okay, these are less genre-based than the other... Uh, the other well, one. I'm trying to think of like what connects these, and I'm like, I mean, like one of them is uh, like. Uh, here's a hint: the main characters. Okay, is it just good main characters in the middle row? I don't know. Nah, short stacks, short stack main characters. Oh, okay, all right. I I, I never would have gotten that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Hinata from, uh, Hinata from Hayaku, Fryrin, and Gone are all small little people are small kings and queens yeah okay uh, so how do we okay so now i gotta think um, the third one Yotsubato, the third one i don't think you'll guess yeah yeah yotsubato um hajime no ippo and one piece one piece sorry am i like i can hear my washer downstairs like going crazy <laughs> it's a ghost uh, it's like i think i loaded it up wrong and it's making noise um man how do you do these these are this is also just like, oh, these are just like your favorites. Um, influential, classic, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, these are also main character based. Uh, is this is this lovable idiot main characters? Uh, no, Ippo's not an idiot. Um, but Yotsuba and Luffy certainly are. Uh, it's yeah. uh, characters that refuse to stay down. Mm, uh, okay. 
whether it be in a fight or otherwise, I think Yotsuba actually encapsulates the trait just as much as Luffy does. Uh, for any Yotsuba fans out there, mm-hmm. Yotsubato fans out there, um, I I actually very much value this part of the protagonist in all of these series because it uh, reflects a characteristic I have and want to have uh, when I don't have in real life is uh, just kind of tenacity and always moving forward. Maybe I should put Aaron Yeager in one of these. Um, but uh, yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Those, those, those are my themes. Um, so let's go into them. Yeah. Uh, start, let's just start with your top, uh, start with top left and just kind of go across and link them. Yeah. Together. The themes are more for fun anyway. I, yeah. I just like these things. Um, so silver spoon, I dude, if, if any fucking thing would make me want to be a farmer. Yeah. It, it was Silver Spoon. Uh, oh, maybe I, I do I, want to provide food for my country. Like... <laughs> it's not even that, right? It, it just it made this like low key lifestyle of uh, working hard and reaping the rewards of your own hard work mm. seems so gratifying. And like living simply uh, and stuff. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I I'm glad you put this on here because I don't I could not find a way to fit Narakawa series onto my three by three. I have not fully read Full Metal Alchemist, so I didn't feel comfortable putting that on there. Though I do think oh, Full Metal enough. Alchemist is amazing and. Yomi no Sagai, while it is something that I am hyped to read, the fact that it's monthly is like, it's very hard to keep very, ex- like your excitement very high for 30 days or more. Um, I, yeah, Arakawa is awesome. Silver Spoon is awesome. Uh, it's great. I, yeah. Absolutely great series. Uh, and yeah, like Bruce said, Arakawa just pumps out masterpieces. Uh, yeah. she, she's a goddamn genius. Uh, and her Farming manga, Silver Spoon. Um, if you think it doesn't appeal to you, I think you're probably wrong. You should give it a crack. Yeah, it, is, it is so goddamn good. I've seen a lot of people, especially with the anime, be like, oh, I didn't think I'd be into this, but everybody suggested it, and I tried it, and it's like, I'm crying when they make pizza in, like, episode six or whatever. It's like, yes. I, I find that I feel like... I don't know. I feel like at peace when I watch or read Silver Spoon, and I don't think a lot of things capture that feeling for me. It's like uh, I just I just feel good, and um, I I think that's the appeal of comfy series. But a lot of comfy series don't really work on me, um, but Silver Spoon certainly does, and that's why it's up there. Yeah. Uh, my second one is uh, uh, Freyren at the funeral. Yep. I mean, I think one could one could is, argue less comfy. A uh, little a little less comfy, but still, I think very sort of melancholy, I, comfortable. Um, this is also like hyper in the zeitgeist like, like if you're watching if you're watching us talk about Fryer right now you've probably seen or heard the anime maybe you've checked it out hopefully you have it's been very popular it's very big um so this people get this and i and i definitely get this this is it's one of the most sort of different tonally animes i, I love how chill and i think it fits very comfortably in your it's it's a very sort of comfy it's like low-key but still emotional and like gripping and I don't know. It's, it's a lot of it, stuff. And no one, I, I think it does something wholly unique with it's the story revolves around the premise that elves live really long lives. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't seen anime or manga and I'm not a huge fantasy buff. So this is probably done in books, but um, I haven't seen anime or manga really explore this. If there's an elf character, she usually has big titties and it's like, I look 20 and I'm, I'm 130 years old and I am very yeah. horny. I mean, that's even, usually the elf character, right? Yeah. I mean, even all the way back in Lord of the Rings, to be honest, this is hit on a little bit of like, uh, even like Arwen Aragorn kind of, where it's like, I'm pretty sure there's, there's parts where they tell her it's like, he's a man, like you're going to outlive him. Like you're, you know, an immortal elf, you're going to outlive him. So it's like, it, this is a very old, um, uh, sort of thought, I guess, that you could put in a book, but it's I like the main... I appreciate it being the onus of the plot, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of yeah. like the main thing. Like, Fryron lives for a long time. Can she connect with people? How will she connect with people? That's like the main just of the, the whole story. It's, yeah, very good. It, and I, I think it's like even more effective because elves are kind of seen as this apathetic race of people who live too long, mm-hmm. so can't connect with anything. And at the beginning, Freyrin really embodies that trait. But it's uh, it's really just sweet to see her learn and grow and kind of form new connections and understand that even though other people's lifespans are short, it doesn't mean that you can't have 
kind of uh, connective tissue with them, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, Doesn't mean you just learn don't and understand people. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's very sweet, uh, but I don't need to explain that to you. You're probably already watching it. Yeah, like I said, I think this was... Um, Yosubato is the one that you have preached at me from the high ceiling that I have not... I've read a couple of chapters, but I've never been deep into it. I've It's... This is like the most memeable series. It's my, sec- it's my second favorite series on this list after One yeah. Piece. Um, which is saying a lot because I love Delicious and Dungeon and Silver Spoon. Mm-hmm. And, and for... I love all these, you know? Yeah. Like, but Yotsuba is... I, I think she is, uh, I know she's like five or whatever, but I, I wish that I had that level of, uh, kind of tenacity or go forwardness that she, she has. Uh, there's a panel that I, I remember from Yotsuba where, uh, Yotsuba is like out playing in the rain and someone's like, uh, you should bring her in. Uh, she's going to get sick, uh, being all rowdy like that. And her dad was like, Nah, she'll be fine. Yotsuba is invincible. Um, and I, I, I don't know. That's stuck in my mind. I, I wish, I, I would like to be invincible one day. Not, I not mean, in like. I remember being a child and thinking I was invincible. That's certainly a thing. <laughs> but more so, it's like the disposition to never, never stay down. Right to keep, mm-hmm. to keep on keeping on and managing to have fun along the way. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that is an aspect of her character that I would like. Uh, to kind of will into existence for my own character. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think you've, I think you've literally hit on why people like comfy. Uh, why? I mean, even just personally, why I like slice of life or even just like cute girls doing cute things shows and manga is like reality. Like sucks. Sometimes it's hard. not all the yeah. time, but like a lot of times it's like reality. So like I lost my job last month. I have, do not have one again. Like, but if you read something like like Yotsubato or Cute Girls from Cute Things, it's just like they come up against like very minor adversity and it does not stop them. And I think that helps you reading uh, someone, you know, jumping through mud and being OK with it is like, well, you know, there's some mud in my life. And if, the, you know, if I can smile through it with these cute girls getting through it, that helps me out. So for sure, it's I think that is definitely right? a huge appeal of it. I, I agree. And yeah, for Yotsuba, it's it's being rowdy and doing kid things, but it's it's all a matter of perspective, mm-hmm. is how I feel, and I feel like the same disposition can be applied to stressors in our adult lives. Um, mm-hmm. In any case, I very much appreciate Yotsuba yeah. and Yotsubato. I I love that series to death. Yeah, let's uh, talk about your middle row because this is actually yeah. the most surprising row to me. I think I could have guessed all of your top and bottom row if you had asked me. Um, what you're going to put on here. I definitely know I could have guessed like Hunter, Hunter, One Piece, Silver Spoon, Yotsubato. I, I could have told you those were like four of your favorites that you would have been on there. Um, Shokugeki no Soma, uh, Hayaku, and Hajime no Ippo. I would not in a million years have guessed this would be on your three by three. So uh, t- okay. So, so let me clarify. I was, I was still doing the theming game. You're doing so the these theming. Are, yeah. So Shokugeki is not in my list of favorites, but I think it's amazing. And it here's is why. really good it, until it's not. Until it's not. Until it's it's absolutely yeah. not. It makes uh it's it's a sports manga about cooking. And I, I think that's like that's just a, a, a very fun plot to get yeah. to to go into. You know, it's like uh you're it, it is Master Chef. It is uh whatever cooking show you watch. It's, yeah, it's literally yeah, Master Chef X Yu-Gi-Oh, right? It's like you literally exactly. like it's you challenge someone to a cooking duel. There's a secret ingredient like there is in all these cooking shows. It's yeah. It's, it also, I will say, <clears throat> um, Shun Saeki, who's the artist on Shogeki no Soma, is, I think, one of, if not the best artist Jump has ever had, uh, is, especially in the modern day, right? Like, he's... Agreed. Like, yes. Have you read uh, Shogeki no Sanji? He's still got it. Yeah. I, yeah, I forgot he did that a couple years ago. Yeah, I definitely read that. Um, yeah, and he also did uh, Tenmaku Cinema, last last year mm, i guess that yeah. was um again the art is just fantastic i and i do think that uh whoever made the choice of we're just gonna have people's clothes explode off and we're gonna have like the best artist in jump hilarious that, hilarious yeah. and also like the greatest marketing ever like hey you're a really good artist what if you drew more naked girls and it was like okay and that i absolutely contribute to the to the popularity of this um have you heard of trans- most- yeah have you heard of transferable skills like uh yeah. when you 
when you're leaving one job and going to the next job, it doesn't have to be the exact same job. Right. As long as you have transferable skills from your old job. This dude used to draw porn before this. Yeah, he was absolutely so a hentai author. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shoo-in, right? To to have girls explode like clothes exploding and guys and uh and having just the classic food wars of it all. Yeah. Uh, of course it got up its own ass a bit when it tried to take itself too well, seriously. Well, it lost it it I think the jump wanted it to continue and it lost its food consultant, I think was the big thing. And so it just kind of lost like the heart lost of its plot consultant feels like. Yeah, I think actually I think more the bigger thing was that they just kind of lost where um it, I yeah, I don't know. It's second half second third especially is not very good <laughs> it's like it, it's pretty bad it really it really got too serious for its own good it should i knew what it was at the beginning and in the middle and then i i don't know what happened i think there'd have to be a documentary made on it to figure yeah, that out who, i'm yeah who knows it's hard i can't explain what uh publishing or author or editorial or whatever stuff went on but um it's still i still think that this is probably like in jump proper this is like the best art we've had in the last i mean 10 years especially like maybe even 20 um yeah i think shinsaiki is just really really good so um but, uh, all, but let, also another really i'll say another really good artist is uh the author of haiku whose name i can't remember she is furudate um that's who that is so she's one of the so best I, action artists i, I think it, it is so good i and i i don't really talk about sports manga a lot but i think i've read a, a ton of them um mm-hmm. and i i'll say that haikyuu is my favorite in terms of how hype it gets like yes i'm i'm there with the characters during the exciting moments and i you know if this is a manga list i would say watch the anime for this one this because, is an anime for sure yeah i mean the the manga is i i think Furudate is one of the best action panelists around. Like I would put her top five easily, maybe even top three along with like um, Murata and uh, Yukinobu. But yeah, but, this is the, the, but the other thing is the anime did a, does not lose any of that. It's like sort of dynamic paneling and stuff. Yeah. The, the anime is by. And it's hype when, when all the boys, yeah. like they score a point, they all yell. Um, it's like, you, you feel like you're one of the gang. It, yeah, you well, you feel the, the excitement. Yeah. The real magic of Hayaku is not actually just that like the volleyball looks great. The real hype is that it's such a character focused story that the really hype moments are like a single play. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people talk about this one, right? But who is the, the blonde glasses kid who's Sky I love very, that. Yeah. He's everyone loves that. He's very aloof. He doesn't really, he, he plays and he's good and he's tall. And he doesn't really want to get into it. And he has this whole arc where he like makes one block and then gives like a yasha, right? Like a, the Japanese, like, let's go. Yeah. That, that was and the hype like hype for playing. Series. And like, the thing is like, it's the play is just like a single block and it's, and then he gets hype, but like you see the progress of like how he got there. And it's like, Again, this is something that I have preached in past episodes is that make your action climax line up with your emotional character climax. And if you can do them both, like at the exact same time, it's going to land twice as hard. If you can't do them at the same time, do them very close. And Haiku is like literally nails it right with like the guy makes the key save, you know, to like get a point against their big striker and he falls and he's into the game and that changes his personality and he's developed to get there. And it's like, boom, action climax, like a, a page or a panel later emotional climax it's like it's so good and it's just that for like every character on the team like over and over and over again and haiku like does not quit it's so good and, and the enemy team like i i, yeah, I actually exactly. like they're, they're it's just so good right like the the villains quote unquote aren't like they feel like very real characters and yeah. when they lose i'm like you know i i don't even I, I I wasn't even rooting against them more than more so I was like rooting for our protagonists, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And and this is a, this is something I actually, I think I read like a whole, I don't know if it was a Reddit post or a Twitter thread. There's a whole, um, there's a whole discussion I read about what jump is missing. And they called out specifically Hayaku and a couple other things about jump used to be able to play into the, um, Fujoshi crowd, right? The sort of like makeup boys relationship, fan shipping, whatever you want to call it. And Haiku is like perfect for that. Um, and, yeah, it and so tons of girls got into it. Like this is a, 
I, this is written by a female author. I think a lot of has a large female audience for Jump. Um, and Jump doesn't really have anything like this in the series right now. I think that they <coughs> have maybe tried to find it, but uh, it's a, a really interesting thing that I just like wanted to call out a little discussion I saw on it because I think that it's really good at that too. It has a lot of interesting characters, and you know so much about these characters that it's very easy. Uh, to, to ship and write fan art or fan stories or whatever about them, which I, I yeah, is, is a great angle. I, a lot of the most popular media properties are set up like that. Like think about avatar, Harry Potter, um, yeah. good characterization. We understand who they are. We can write our own stories about them. And then Haiku definitely falls into that. You, you know, uh, what series has like a huge female, like a, a bigger female audience than a male audience that it's I was like, surprised by is, uh, Gintama. Oh um, yeah. Almost everyone and, publicly who I like streamers or whatever that like Gintama, it's like always a girl. It's it's hilarious when you know what Gintoki is like. Like he picks his nose all the time and like wipes it on stuff. Like he's <laughs> he's like a slob uh, yeah. as a human being. Um, so it's funny that it has su like such a huge female audience. But anyway, let's move on to Hajime no Yeah, Ipo. Hajime. Um, yeah, this is uh, this was this was the goat back in the day. Um, this was the the boxing manga, and. I, it's hard to justify recommending it today because it's so goddamn long and it yeah. doesn't really have a conventional storyline. It is just about Ippo's boxing career. Yep. Um, but for for what it was, it was fucking great. And I think at the beginning, especially when it does have more of a linear storyline, it really delivers on the big moments of Ippo growing as a boxer. Uh, I don't think this manga could be published today because people would get bored. But it is, you see from like step one to where he is now, his progression as a boxer, and it's immensely cathartic and satisfying uh, reading the fights for that reason. Because you, you don't get a moment skipped over. You were there for the entire journey. Um, yeah. So it is that much more satisfying when he wins a fight because you know everything. You've about got there. You followed him every yeah. step of the way. Yeah. I also think um, you could almost take your middle row and be like, these are great. These have really good action art because uh, definitely Haiku and Hajime no Ipo both have really good action paneling, Insanely I would say. Good. And I yeah. even think Shokugeki no Soma does too, even though it's a little bit different, not, not quite the same. But yeah, Ipo is... It's a classic. Um, I've I've looked at a lot of panels and paneling from Epo, but I haven't actually read it. But I, I it's great. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's been around forever, and it's widely regarded, widely and highly regarded. And I don't think anything gets there without actually being good. So I boxed for a year because of Hajime no Epo. So yeah. it did good things for my life. Even <laughs> there um, you go. Yeah, exactly. I got, I got I, punched I, in the face a bit. Yeah, and Jap Japan is very. Um, because they're so kind of monocultural and a small quote unquote country. Um, when stuff like the world cup got there and then what is it called? Is it blue box? Not blue, blue, box. blue lock, blue lock. It's like, yeah. I guarantee you this, this like next upcoming semester or two or whenever that really hit big, like there's going to be more kids playing soccer. And I think Hajime no Ipo did that for boxing. Um, you know, Ace no diamond did that for baseball. Baseball is huge in Japan. Now I think it's always been pretty big, but I definitely, there's a surgeons with these things. Um, it's very interesting. So yeah, yeah Hajime no Ipo sure. is, is massively influential. Uh, and then finally, let's go down to the bottom, bottom ass, bottom row, uh, which is honestly all of my favorite stuff. Uh, yeah. It is, we have Dungeon Meshi, Hunter x Hunter, and One Piece. Uh, we'll skip the One Piece talk. I think uh, I think we have said our piece on we One Piece. We talked about it. It's great. It's we just, get it. It's just it's, the it's, goat. It's the one overlap on both of our, uh, both of our three by threes, which I think is appropriate for who we are and what we've talked about. Uh, interestingly enough, no other overlaps. Um, yeah, so that, that, that is pretty Talking wild. about 17 series here, which is, is good, I think. But yeah, tell me um, Dungeon Meshi. I uh, I think as far as any kind of D&D &D story goes, I've read Western ones. I've read uh, fantasy manga. I've read fantasy novels, albeit not that many fantasy novels. I don't think it gets better than this. I, I truly don't. It, capture, it captures a perfect D&D storyline uh, where there are stakes that you care about and characters that you love, but also it brings the inherent goofy nature of D&D in every single chapter. And not only that, it ties its goofy, silly, dumb, dumb food, mo uh, not motive, it's a theme, 
yeah, it it ties that goofy ass theme to the crux of the main narrative at all points. It all circles back around to it, and it makes sense. It just works. So yeah, Dungeon Meshi is just it. Yeah, it's 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 the goat of this genre in my it's, opinion. I'm I'm. It's interesting because I am looking at your um your row that you made about eating the the silver spoon shokugeki no soma, um dungeon meshi row, and it's interesting because it's it's actually three different like angles to cooking, or yeah. kind of cooking or food I guess in general uh, like food angles because silver spoon is all about like how's food grown, how's food you know harvested, how do we how do we you know farm pigs and cows and make cheese and all that kind of stuff. And then Shokuhaki no Soma is all about cooking. It's just about how do you prepare stuff? How do you get the best ingredients? What do you do with those ingredients? Um, and then Dungeon Meshi, which I've said at least on Twitter, like a couple of times. And I think on the show, Dungeon Meshi, you kind of think it's about cooking, but Dungeon Meshi, by the time you get to the end of it, especially Dungeon Meshi is about consuming and like your relationship with the things that you consume and what they mean to you in sustaining you and, sort of, um, not like morality behind killing and consuming something, but there's like a little bit of that kind of in there too. So it's interesting that you've got sort of like food production, food preparation, food consumption in these kind of one, two, three steps. Um, that's a really interesting tie together. I like there. Yeah. Happy little accident, honestly. Uh, and just, it, it just kind of worked because, uh, the dungeon meshy and silver spoon, especially are just we're good. we're probably going to be in here anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Uh, but tell Hunter, me the last thing while I groan in the back. Yeah, uh it is it, Hunter x Hunter is weird because yeah. It is some of it, let's not even talk about the release schedule cuz that that's a whole nother discussion. Uh what it is is a a generic shonen for like the first 20 chapters until after that hunter exams and then it's not by all means it is superior to its genre in like every single way and i'm not even talking about how nen is a cool system a power superior system. in every way except publication frequency except publication frequency <laughs> exactly yeah. uh people talk about how nen is one of like the best uh built out coolest fucking power systems i really don't give a shit it, it, that does not matter to me at all. And then it's just magic like everything else uh, in my eyes. Sure, it, it is a more convoluted, but it's just magic. What really speaks to me is how fucking odd some of the, the plot points are. Like, York New City, we follow the our, our protagonists and the villains, the spiders. Our protagonists aren't nearly as strong as even a single spider. Like, and uh, one protagonist gets as strong but like sacrifices every everything to get there you know and that like hunter x hunter power-ups are never convenient they're never easy mm-hmm. and they're always niche and situational so i'm not spoiling this for you really it's a small spoiler yeah. but Kur- kurapika can only go full power against spiders but he can't for anyone else and he he's generally not super strong versus any other person aside from these eight people in the world. And I, it's just like all power in Hunter X Hunter is built on sacrifice of something Mm. else. That's a very, I mean, it's a very good, um, I mean, I, I, the angle this reminds me of is in video games, there's sort of a video game design thing called kiss curse, right? Which is where like, Mm -hmm. This thing becomes more powerful, but this other thing becomes less powerful. And those design choices are always more interesting than just this is more powerful. This is X is more powerful. Y is more powerful. And I think it works in storytelling more um, than people realize. One of my favorite magic systems that goes in the same thing like you're talking about with uh, all the stuff with with Kurapika and Hunter Hunter is in Darker Than Black. Uh, the anime, which I, I think uh, you've seen yeah. that, right? Where it's like, okay, this guy has lightning powers, but he has to smoke a cigarette after he does lightning powers. Or like this girl has ice powers and she has to like drink the blood of children to use her ice powers. Um, oh and, yeah, the, the child blood was the vacuum girl. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, like one guy has to like uh, drink so a beer up. every time he uses his powers. Like, and, and those aren't even like, they. Are, I, I don't want to say they're not interesting. They're like not like novel. They're just very simple. But it's like, but you have to, you have to give something to get your power. Um, and yes, I mean, sacrifice is a, is a, is a great story thing. And I'm kind of, I'll read this someday. Maybe I promise. It's great. It's, it's great. And I, I, I will say the chimera ant arc 
is uh yeah, widely regarded bro, as one of the best shonen arcs of like all time it, i'd say the first half of it is like a six out of ten and the second half of it is like a 12 out of 10 <laughs> um so it's I, eight I, if you average them out i can't justifiably average them out because of how strong that ending was yeah it, it, it is like i i don't think an arc in one piece my favorite thing ever beats the end of the chimera arc yeah uh it's that good like it, it is it, hunter x hunter is in a weird spot for that reason where i think there are some parts of it i would consider to be boring but when it hits god damn it hits yeah i mean i i think in anything that's sufficiently long i mean how do we even say this not all authors are good at all things um and you can be really good at executing an ending and be less good at setting it up or, or good enough at setting it up and not the best so i get it all I'll read this someday. I I'll probably read Yu Hakusho first because I think that's shorter and more easy to digest and see if I even like uh, Togashi's kind of style. But I, I think honestly, watching the W Yu Hakusho is better than reading it because really? Yusuke has a lot of personality that shines in the dub. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, it, it fits his character so well. It, it's a good watch, by the way. Like the animation holds up at points. Like they they use it for like a '90s anime, like. Yeah, awesome. it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think it's it's Bones or Madhouse or somebody or Gainax. I don't know. It's one of the big not, one of the big studios from back yeah, then. I'm but, not sure which one it is. Yeah, but cool. either way, that's that, that's the list, fellas. Cool, that's it. Hey, let I'll, let me go through and I'll read yours for the listeners. Yeah, who aren't yeah, there. do it to it. One last time at the end, Gautam had Silver Spoon, Fryron at the funeral, or what is it called in English? Fryron Beyond Journey's End, um, Yotsubato, Shokugeki no Soma, aka Food Wars, um, Hayaku. Hajime no Ippo, Delicious in Dungeon, Hunter Hunter, No X, and One Piece. <laughs> yep. Cool. And that's those the, are that's our, the list. Yep, those are our two three by three. So hey, let us let us know. Um, if you feel like you haven't had anyone pay attention to you posting your three by three on Twitter or Reddit or something, put a link to it in our comments. Leave us your comments. What do you what do you think of ours? Do you think they're great? Do you like our organization? Um uh, do you do you have anything you think would be a better replacement, maybe? Leave us a comment. Uh, give us a like and subscribe. Head down there. Um, let's talk real quick about news. There's only really one big news piece this week that I could see. Um, the Manga Taisho Awards, uh, which we've covered, I think, the last two years. Um, we got the nominees for the Manga Taisho Awards. I'm just going to go through them real quick. I think we've only read maybe two or three of these, but they're pretty uh, well-regarded, I would say. So we have... And this is a very, Manga Taisho Awards are a very generic sort of like best manga, singular choice type thing. Um, or maybe they like rank the top three, I don't remember exactly. But we've got, uh, you and I are polar opposites. Hirayasumi, Yomi no Sugai, Dear Shimazaki in the Peaceful Land, uh, The Day of Diamond, Diamond no Kozai, Kanada Gokuracho, Shokunin Banashi, A Witch's Life in Mongol, Tenmaku no Jadogao, Let's go to a family restaurant. Tamakito Amane, Kimito Uchu o Arutame ni. Um, that is a very difficult list to swap back and forth between English and Japanese titles, but uh, I only recognize that, two of them. Yomi yeah, no the things that stand out to me here: um, "You and I Are Polar Opposites" is a Jump Plus series. Yomi no Sagai is um, Arakawa, author of Full Metal Alchemist. I shill that thing left and right anytime I can. Yomi no Sagai is fucking awesome if you like full metal alchemist go read that um i recognize uh hiriyasumi and um a witch's life in mongol i have heard of i don't think i've heard of others a day the days of diamond that is probably a baseball manga i think i've heard of that one that um, sounds like a baseball manga or like a jojo spinoff yeah but these are always interesting because i have discovered um good series in the past from starting to read just the nominees or the winners of the manga taisho awards i think i discovered uh the summer hikaru died about two years ago uh, from the Taisho Manga Awards, so definitely interested in going and seeing what exactly these are. Uh, it also gives... I'm pretty sure we also discovered a Darwin experiment from that. Yeah, night. which I've not kept up with. I think the translators dropped that. Um, but yeah, right. which is which is a why which is I think the first episode we ever recorded that was unpublished, but uh, of this podcast um, was yeah the what is that actually called Darwin the Darwin incident right or is it I thought, yeah it's like the Darwin experiment or the Darwin incident I think Darwin incident yeah about like the, the smart monkey guy who's like smart monkey everybody. yeah he was like way better than it was should have been with like vegan parents like a really weird premise the, like, the vegan terrorists yeah and, vegan terrorist parents yeah <laughs> but, but by all means 
that that plot shouldn't work, but it did. It was. It did. It was, it was, good was really. It was yeah. really well done. Yeah, I should go back. We should go back and check that out and see if it's still going. Um, that's yeah. all we've got for news. Um, one more thing. What else are we doing this week? Uh, I finished up Dimension Twenty sophomore year in the sort of post uh, watching all the interviews and stuff of of what it meant, and, and those are actually really fun. Where the whole cast is like on, on a call on Skype and just goofing and answering questions on on Twitch and stuff. So that's fun. Um, I like sophomore year a lot. Uh, it was a lot better at handling, I think, individual character arcs and stuff. Um, even though it's a little slower to start, I really like the start of season one of Dimension Twenty um, Fantasy High. Uh, whereas sophomore year was maybe a little bit slower, but that's, I've noticed Dimension 20 for me is a little bit slow to start, but yeah, that's, it's easily, I think the best live play, uh, you can imagine. I mean, six improv comedy people, seven improv comedy people technically playing Dungeons and Dragons in like a professional environment with minis and boards and everything is, is absolutely amazing. So yeah, it's yeah, great. If you, if you I, like college humor, then I, I think you, you yeah, drop out college humor. Yeah. Brendan you, you'd Mulligan. love to D20. Yeah. They are all so goddamn talented that so I good. think it's worth a watch. Yeah. yeah, they're all my... Like, you'll go through an episode and you'll be like, they're my, that's my favorite character. No, that's other's my favorite character. No, actually. Uh, but yeah, Gautam, tell me what you've been doing this past week. Uh, I've been playing a game called Guess That Game. It It's like a game online, like a, a Wordle type or whatever, where you see like a picture, a screenshot of a game. And it's like a vague screenshot at first and gets progressively more specific like it shows you more uh pertinent things that are specific to the game and you have to guess which game that is in five guesses yeah and i'm so fucking sick at it it's it's fun i these are all fun i've done the one too that's like there's a bunch of different versions of this that i can't remember there there's sometimes all a play on like Daryl, like wordle like there's I don't know, I've done the movie one, right? Which is like, oh, this movie is like came out this year, is this genre? And you it like it slowly gives you more and more hints of like trying I, to I guess what those. the movie is, who's in it and stuff. Yeah, the game one is really fun. Gotcha and I were playing it right before we started recording this. So it was Yeah, fun. yeah. We did we did pretty good. Um but yeah, I'm I'm fucking sick at it, guys. Uh so if if you think you can come at me for my <laughs> crown, then try it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Post your stats. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Another reason to get in the comments. Show us how good you are at uh, <laughs> at guess this game. Guess the game. Yeah. Cool. Hey, uh, thank you again for listening or watching, everybody. Don't forget to leave us feedback, comments, upvote, thumbs up, any positive reinforcement you can leave us. Please go do that. Uh, we really appreciate comments, of course. Um, check out Twitter and Patreon linked in the description. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it. Yeah, everyone. Thank you for being with us yet again this week, and don't forget to read more manga.